getting fit and strong in a really short period of time. Now, here's a great question. How much time have we wasted as a human race getting fit and getting strong? <laughs> Love being puffed. Uh, and if I ask the simple question, how long does it take to get puffed? When you work at 100% effort, it takes 10 seconds. If you put in 100% effort, that's the fight and flight system, you'll get puffed. Now, here's the question. If you put in less than 100% effort, what kind of result are you going to get? So if I do anything less than 100, I'm going to get less than 100% result. I think that's just common sense. That's just logical. So why would we do any form of exercise that doesn't make us put in exactly what we need to get our fittest and strongest? So from a puffing point of view, that's 10 second interval sprints, punches, kicks, skips, cross trainer, treadmill, bike, doesn't matter as long as you're getting puffed, but in a 10 second period. Then if you want to get strong, you need to overload every muscle and bone, ligament, tendon and joint in your body. And you need to do that safely and you want to get the best result in the shortest period of time in the safest way possible. So why do we break the body into little pieces? Why do we do uh, isolated exercises? Because that puts shearing forces through our joints, which then causes injury. Uh, why do we take a long time to train? Because the phosphate system, fight and flight system, 10 seconds, 100% effort. If I go longer than 10 seconds, I'm putting in less than 100% effort. So if I'm lifting something and it takes me longer than 10 seconds to overload my muscles and bones fully, then I'm wasting my time. Now the firing mechanism for my muscles and bones, ligaments, tendons and joints, that's my endocrine system and my central nervous system. The firing mechanism so that I can go at 100% effort and they are not designed to go for longer than 10 seconds either. When I'm running away from an animal, I don't jog away from an animal, I don't even run away from a wild animal. If I've got a threat trying to kill me, I sprint and my body produces epinephrine, adrenaline, cortisol, the fight and flight drugs. The big one is an endorphin, which is a pain-killing happy drug to make sure that I've got no pain and I can get away from the animal. And then after I get away from the animal, the threat, the, the, the challenge, the stress, my body says, congratulations, you, you got away, you're alive. Dopamine reward neurotransmitter. Serotonin, which is a satisfaction transmitter, you're alive and be satisfied with your life. Those endorphins, which are those happy drugs that make you feel fantastically pain-free after you put in 100% effort. And then brain-derived neurotropic factor, which is fertilizer for your brain, which covers over all of those systems and make them all, makes them all work better because it's a fertilizer. So, Rowie, what's your point? My question is this. If, like me, one of your biggest, and I had very few regrets in my life, but here's my big regret, that I didn't learn this when I was young. I relied on other people's opinions, other people's advice, experts. I didn't learn my anatomy and physiology for myself. So I wasted hours and hours and hundreds of hours doing stupid exercises that wasted my time, hurt my joints, weren't effective, didn't work, and got a little bit annoyed with it all. And I'm sure that you've met people like that where they've, they've gone to the gym or they've gone to a personal trainer or they've invested in an exercise program or they've done something to try and get fit and strong. It didn't work and they felt like they wasted their time. Well, is it possible that the reason it didn't work was they were not putting in 100% effort, they weren't using all their muscles and bones, ligaments and tendons and joints at the same time? And I use that connection, this is a the really important connection. The firing mechanism, the central nervous system and the endocrine system, they have to fire at full effort when we put in 100% effort using as many muscles and bones, ligaments, tendons and joints as possible, which is where that great quote comes from, little exercises gives me little results, 
big exercises gives me big results. Now, apart from the fact that that just sounds logical and common sense to me, the firing up of as many muscles and bones, ligaments, tendons and joints as possible requires more energy, more effort, requires more of everything uh, to get something happening versus doing a little exercise which doesn't fire up very much at all, really. So how quickly can you exercise? And this is just something to consider. If you learn your anatomy and physiology and you'll, you'll get this straight away, uh, it took me a long time to get it because I didn't learn my anatomy and physiology and as I shared, I listened to other people's advice and, and the experts who either don't exercise or haven't dug in deep enough onto how the human body works. If you get puffed, you'll get fit. If you overload your muscles and bones, you'll get strong. It's that simple. So how fast can you do it? Surely that if we look at the 100% effort system and there's only one of those, there's three energy systems, the phosphate, lactate and aerobic system. But the phosphate system is the only one that you can put in 100% effort, the only one that uses all those fast twitch muscle fibers, which are the really quick ones to waste away as we get older. We work in the aerobic system all of the time, breathe in oxygen, breathe out carbon dioxide, burn fat and carbohydrate, a little bit of protein. We're using that all the time. It's the boring system because it's the one that we live in all the time. The lactate system is really interesting because, yes, you can work very hard in the lactate system, but it produces a waste product called lactic acid. Lactic acid that hits up against your nerve endings and causes pain. It causes a burning sensation. And for some people, it makes them feel sick because you have, if you haven't built up a tolerance to lactic acid, you'll actually feel sick. So here's my question. Why would we exercise somebody in a way that's going to make them feel sick or give them a burning sensation? Why would we exercise somebody at less than 100% effort? Why would we put somebody into the aerobic system, which is what we, yes, we want to be fit in the aerobic system, but when I get really fit in the phosphate system, everything else dominoes down from there. We talk about, well, let's go walking and then we'll get fitted to go jogging and then we'll get fitted to go sprinting. How about this? Get really fit to sprint. It's only 10 seconds. It's less chance of getting bored, less chance of getting injured. And when I get really fit, then everything else becomes easy. So if I'm really good at sprinting for 10 seconds, my long walk becomes easier. If I'm really good at sprinting for 10 seconds, I get a, a, my, my heart rate recovers quickly and I'm, I'm capable of getting my heart rate up high because I'm strong. I lift heavy, overload my muscles and bones then everything else becomes easier. I can do a 45 minute class, I can go and do a fun run, I can go and run a marathon, I can climb mountains, go water skiing, play my sport because I'm really fit and I'm really strong. So rather than putting in a 50% effort and get a 50% result and waste a hell of a lot of time because the aerobic system is slow and boring and is that one of the reasons why people don't get results because their exercise program is slow and boring? What if we go hard and fast, we can't get bored, it's only 10 seconds, it can't be that hard because it's only 10 seconds. And is it possible that there's no mental barrier? If you're pacing yourself over 20 seconds, 2 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, pacing yourself, so you're putting in less than 100% effort, you get less than 100% result. But if you don't pace yourself, you just go as hard as you possibly can, which is literally, physically, only 10 seconds, then you get really fit, you get really strong, and now you can actually live your life to the max. So how about we stop wasting time doing long, slow, boring exercise? That sounds like a good idea. What do you reckon? And how about we focus on getting fit and getting strong so that we can go and do all the other things that we want to do and we can live our life to the max without wasting time. Time, we don't get any more of that. We get money, more money. We can get more people in our life. We can get better experiences. 
but we can't get more time. So you want to live your life to the max. You have to make sure that every single minute of your life is living to the max. So you can sing like I do. Super duper doo. How are you living my life to the max?